Are you looking for a way to save a little money? What about getting your subscriptions under control? If so, then I've got just the solution for you. Rocket Money. With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find a subscription that I completely forgot to cancel before the free trial was up. I'm sure you've all been there. And Rocket Money can help me cancel it. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each and every month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With them, I can see clearly what my monthly spending is and how it compares to the month before, making saving money and taking control over my finances so much easier. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Murder. We've spoken before about the terrifying reality that sometimes a person can be arrested for a crime that they truly didn't commit. When evidence makes you look guilty and you don't have the representation needed to plead your case, your chances of being given an innocent verdict is slim. On July 5th, 1981, a slasher targeting the homeless would claim two more victims. The next day, an arrest was made. But did they get the right guy? So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In June of 1981, a knife-wielding slasher wounded eight men on the streets of New York City. They were all described as vagrants, all of different ethnicities, and all over a two-hour period. Then, eight days later, on July 5th, the same man killed two more and critically wounded four others. The attacks were random and unprovoked slashings that left police scratching their heads. In the very early hours of July 6th, police captured 32-year-old Charles Sears near the scene of one of the latest slashings, a man named Michael Fiorentino. His throat was slit so wide that blood was running down the sewer. 
Charles, who was also referred to as a vagrant, had a bloody straight razor still in his pocket. The police seemingly had caught their man, who had boasted a rap sheet spanning the past decade. He had been arrested and served time for things such as weapons charges, larceny, robbery, resisting arrests, forcible theft with a deadly weapon, and others. This time, he was adding murder, a much more serious offense, to his list. As he was being taken into the station, he very calmly told police, I am completely innocent. He originally tried for a plea bargain, pleading guilty to two counts of attempted murder, but later recanted saying that he was on drugs at the time of the confession and that the razor, which seemed to be the smoking gun as far as evidence, was just something he picked up off the floor. He was eventually found unfit for trial on March of 1982 and was confined to an institute for the criminally insane. Charles maintained his innocence, and it is worth noting that there was another slasher around the same time in the same general area called the Midtown Slasher. So, was the case truly solved, or was Charles Sears telling the truth when he said he picked up something he shouldn't have? Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 6th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.